Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. You are with me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me shall be condemned. Yeah. This is a movement, time to get in tune with the truth of it Who knew that it would get so crazy Aborted like 50 million babies in them planes Flying over, dropping chemtrails on the daily And um, AIDS ain't the only plague that they created They got plenty in them laboratories Waiting for the day that they can release them upon the nation Extermination, Agenda 21, look it up, United Nations They still trying for the global domination And the process in them third world, forcing vaccination in our country try martial law and gun evacuation But to me it seems they're gonna be a problem here waiting Cause them good old boys are probably gonna tell them try and take them Then it's gonna start a second civil war up in this nation The bloodshed we gonna see will be devastating So you better start praying we in the book of revelation Yeah, but I pray Too many of my people that straight away And they don't hear the truth so what do we say They better wake up before it's too late in the streets, the beast is rising, their eyes closed, remind them, this is real warfare, we're fighting, ready to die for Christ, will I be beheaded by ISIS, I will not deny that this is a crisis, the ones that orchestrated 9-11's behind this, the truth will open your mind just like a light switch, Jesus Christ, the son of God, I'll never deny him, the signs of the times is on the horizon, look at all the racial rides, our house is divided, my nation is the states that say the United, but instead of serving God, we serve American idols, and we better cry to God, cause he's the only survivor, when they force martial law, then burn all the Bibles, but they'll never kill my soul, cause the world is inside us, give us life for the day, a lot of fire behind us, preach, the government is crooked, the media is lying, CIA created Facebook, helping in the safe spine, Apple is a part of the all-seeing eye, why you think there's so many satellites rotating around the skies, it's no surprise that we're blind. In our minds, we're searching for the truth, and we just can't seem to find it. Certainly, there's a satanic agenda behind this. Calling soldiers of the Lord, why is the church so spineless? The human race so mindless Can't thank for ourselves Cause we're controlled by science of psychological warfare So I defy it And I'm labeled an enemy of the state By these tyrants I never take your chip It's just a mind switch I never sell my soul Jesus Christ is savior of my life I've been called to the light I will die for the truth While exposing your lies Yeah, yeah Lord I pray So many of my people Pass straight away And they don't hear the truth so what do we say? They better wake up before it's too late. We cannot accept your lies. We are here to free our minds. God has opened our eyes because we're living in the end of time. My people perish, and he causes all, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or the forehead. What did you guys think of that intro? A very big up-and-comer in the rap world. He's a Christian rapper. Wrote that intro song for me 
Very cool. So I wanted you to have the first chance today to listen to the unedited version of that. He's going to turn that song actually into my new intro by adding a few lines. I wanted my listening audience to be the first people to listen to that song. What a great little tune that is. So thank you to Johnny Bargo for that song. Johnny B Music, excellent song. I'm not a rap fan, but I like it. It's very catchy and so true. Listen to those lyrics. Boy, that kid can lay down some beats. So welcome to the Friday show. As you guys know, I had a little fall. I was off. I was in the hospital actually for three days. Of course, all the election pandemonium after that. This week's been, uh, the month in November was a really, it was hard coming out of the shoot, but it's getting better. So that's a good thing. Hey, I hope you're listening by the app. I'm getting a lot of great feedback on our apps. I want to thank everyone for their prayers. My leg is getting better. It was twice the size of it. They thought I had a blood clot. I had to get ultrasounds, x-rays. They weaned that out. And so I was laid up for seven days and I'm recuperating. I'm not 100% yet, but it's getting better. I can feel your prayers. So thank you for that, everyone. Well, I haven't got a chance to talk to anybody since Trump took the election. Of course, it's kind of a somber victory, though, and I don't think we should be running around doing a victory lap just yet. Why is that? Well, there's a little ways before the inauguration, shall we say. So, I mean, I'm thrilled that Hillary didn't get in, but I'm not doing a victory lap just yet. America may have a reprieve. I've been saying that for months. Should this grant us a reprieve? Because personally, I think the woes are just getting warmed up. So buckle up and strap in. There's going to be some very interesting things play out in the weeks and months ahead. Of course, we're hearing whisperings of martial law. Hmm. Martial law. Gee, I haven't been talking about that for the last seven months. So really, it's kind of the countdown to chaos, could it be? Our prayers have been important up to this point, and we're really going to have to be praying in the next weeks and months to come. Already, we see mass rioting. I've got so many stories right now that I'm working on. Russ Dizdar is coming on next week. We're kind of going to delve into the very insidious, nefarious part of this spirit cooking There's a whole lot of other tentacles to that piece. And yet, wow, big surprise, it is crickets chirping in the mainstream media. Go and type that in, spirit cooking. Gee, I wonder if New York Times is covering that. Hmm, Let's see, Washington Post? Nope. Answer that question. The mainstream talking bobbleheaded minions, we all call them Steve Quayle's line, vomit brokers in the mainstream media who tell you what they're paid to tell you. You know, I wonder if people know that, that are new listeners, that all print media, that's all your newspapers, all your magazines, all your television, it's all massive propaganda, and it's six companies owned by three. Talk about your who's who of the global elite owning everything we see for news. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. It is frightening, the amount of blackouts on certain situations, isn't it? Isn't it? MSLSD, oh, they're, I loathe these people. Clown News, the commie news networks out there. This week they crashed the Canadian immigration site. I guess the liberals are all fleeing out of the United States. Yeah, no one wants them in Canada, trust me. Oh, maybe that's just me. You know, it is absolutely overwhelming to keep up with the minute-by-minute news. It really is. I've got so much 
on my plate this weekend. This is a long weekend here for us. You know, I want to just, today I want to salute my grandfather, who was a highly decorated soldier, November 11th, this this day in 1918. It bears reminding of a very significant day in history, Armistice Day. That is the date when the armies stopped fighting World War I. And so, you know, just 26 years later, my grandpa would be wounded in battle, storming the beaches of Normandy. And today we really salute the true heroes on this Remembrance Day. We honor those men like my grandfather and his comrades that bled in the Normandy battlefield and the ones before them who fought to provide the blanket of freedom we enjoy today. Let us never forget that. Let us not forget what so many others gave up. You know, I think of the Lexington Minutemen. I think of Captain John Parker. The American way of life isn't a war to the death, people. It's not a war against nation, but it's a culture war, and it's every bit as deadly as if we were outright attacked by a nation like Russia. America is radically being transformed at breakneck speed as our most fundamental rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, guess what? They're under an all-out assault. People say America was the last bash of freedom. No, it was the first and the only one. And for that, it's under attack because you know what it represents? Everything the founding fathers envisioned, a nation of free people under God. Freedom goes back to what I'm talking about, November 11th, today. So this whole steady derivation and stealthy erosion of civil liberties and rights across the nation, you know what it's a result of? Willful neglect and calculated design. You remember what Patrick Henry said? We are not weak if we make a proper use of those means which God has placed in our power. Well, today the incidents that would have caused our grandparents to be fighting in the street barely causes us to bat an eye. 240 years ago, our forefathers, tired of royal oppression, of their God-given rights, revolted against the British crown in what year? Well, we all know it, 1776, and created the greatest country in the world, the United States of America. And in 1776, there were a lot in the Continental Congress and throughout the colonies. They weren't even still keen on breaking completely away from Britain. It wasn't until Thomas Paine, the English seaman and schoolmaster, arrived in the colonies and with the help of Benjamin Franklin, published a little pamphlet in which he set forth his views on the need for American independence from England, and he called it common sense. Yeah, we don't have any of that anymore. Well, so what did that little brochure say? Well, essentially, it said the king was a brute, and with no reasonable mandate to rule England, let America alone, it said. It went on to say that England was a leech feeding off the back of the American enterprise, and it was time for the colonies to stand up and become a beacon of freedom for the world. And I'll tell you what, that little pamphlet electrified the country. It sold a whopping million copies, read by soldiers and politicians alike. And on June 7, 1976, Congress began to deal with the issue. And it was Richard Henry Lee that prepared a resolution that the colonies are and of a right ought to be free and independent states. Then you had, of course, Benjamin Franklin, John Adams, and a good old Connecticut lawyer named Roger Sherman a New York iron mine owner named Robert Livingston, and a 33-year-old red-haired lawyer from Virginia, you'll know his name, Thomas Jefferson, producing a document that has come to be regarded as one of the most eloquent political statements in human history, declaring 
that all men are created equal. And on July 4th, 1776, you know it as Independence Day, Congress formally adopted and signed the Declaration of Independence. In that most famous sentence, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. They are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This inspirational phrase expresses a profound commitment to secure these rights. And yet, today, the Constitution is on life support. It's death by a thousand cuts. And the signers of the Declaration, they would roll in their grave if they saw the U.S. Patriot Act, the warrantless wiretapping, the TSA, the NDAA, that's a whole show on itself, the spying, the surveillance, the data mining, hammering the freedom of religious expression, hammering the right to bear arms, the right to free speech. What is that? You know, the loss of rights happens gradually a step at a time. And I think this whole steady decline of our liberties over the last 20 years, folks, has been a case of, well, that old frog in the boiling water. We are slowly acclimated to giving up one right at a time, one freedom at a time. And today, things that our founders would have never tolerated, we shrug it off. You know, the founding fathers endowed us with a heck of a trust fund, not only in gold, but in protection for our God-given rights. The Bill of Rights and the Constitution, they're not grantors of our liberty, but rather a guardian. They knew when writing these documents the effects of big government, tyranny. They knew the importance of having the right to defend yourself, the right to free speech, the right to own property, and the right to a trial by your peers. They didn't know this because they had them, but because at one time they didn't have them. They understood the effect of a tyrannical dictator or ruthless king, what that could have on a life. America's become the country it is today, not because of a massive government, but because of its denial of a massive government. I think in my heart, personally, America's still the greatest country in the world, but it's losing what made it great. Religious liberty and our fiscal freedoms are slipping away faster than Chris Christie can chow down a Big Mac. And you know what? The silence is deafening. You know I've done a whole write-up on the silence is deafening. Go back in the go back in YouTube and listen to that. Thomas Paine's impassioned plea in 1776. It didn't just foreshadow much of the substance of the Declaration of Independence, but it ignited a spark in the hearts of people, urging a new beginning in the struggle for freedom that was distinguished not only by his ideas, but more importantly, his passion, a fervent passion. The father of modern conservatism, Edmund Burke, once said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And lastly, I want you to consider the words of John Hancock, one of the signers of the Declaration. He said, I conjure you by all that is dear, by all that is honorable, by all that is sacred, not only that ye pray, but that ye act. And one is only left with this question. Why haven't we acted? Freedom comes at a price. We choose freedom or slavery, and when the signing founders mutually pledge to each other their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honors, and hundreds of thousands more, like my grandfather, have made the supreme sacrifice to protect our liberties and freedoms with their passion, their blood, sweat, and tears, and even their very lives. And if we don't do the same, our once great nation and our liberties, our prosperity, will be perhaps lost forever To God and to our children, we are accountable. And that's the message that I have for everyone today. I plea with people to get on your knees 
and thank God for what we have today. It's far from pretty and it's far from the perfect scenario, but boy, I'll tell you what, it could be a lot worse. So I'll leave you with that today. I've got a fantastic program next week. Monday, Carla Butad, Tuesday, Russ Dizdar, and a slam dunk lineup of awesome people. Do tune into the program next week. I'm researching about four different major stories. There's a lot to cover next week, but I am doing better. I want to thank everyone again for being patient while I was laid up for the last, well, almost 10 days. So thank you for hanging in there. Things are going to get very interesting. Get a hold of your prayer partners because let me tell you, it is going to be a barn burner. Hey, and don't forget to go to the archives. Check out the show I did on the Joyce Riley Power Hour on the GCN Network. That'll be archived over the weekend. Do check that show out. That's me talking about Green Gospel on the Joyce Riley Power Hour yesterday, just before the Alex Jones Show. Like I said, buckle up, strap in. It is going to get very interesting. I love you all. We'll see you Monday. Good night and God bless you.